Did you know you could shop around for prescription prices? With GoodRx, you can find free coupons at over 70,000 pharmacies and save up to 80%. It's that easy. But don't just take my word for it. Dr. Adam says, I've been telling all my patients about GoodRx. Jacqueline says, my medication was $65 without insurance, but I paid $25. Aubriana says, you don't have to pay full price to live your best life. Couldn't have said it better myself. GoodRx is 100% free. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance. Boom! DDT! Fresh start 2019, and I fucked it up. I recorded on the wrong microphone and ruined the podcast. I plugged in my Yeti mic, but forgot to put that as the active mic in my Audacity program, so I recorded straight from a laptop, and it sounds like shit. So do me a favor and take a listen. If you can stand it, it might be worth it. One, two... Ready, string. I'm moving to the sticks in the old country. Snatching all the football seek and see. Stop. I'm moving to stop. I'm moving to save some of them for me. Go there, stop. Yep, or down. Welcome, everyone, to the 16th edition of the Boom DDT podcast. We are live with Jeff and with Wolf and Go Bears. Oh, Bears. Bears. Bears dominated this weekend with a victory over the pathetic and pitiful Minnesota Vikings. Just beat the hell out of them. Mm. So that was our uh, rendition of, what's what's the original jingle called? Kookaburra. Kookaburra that we learned as young boys in music class. Yep. We altered those lyrics for uh, Prince of Mookamura, the corner for the Chicago Bears whenever he gets a pick, we'll sing that one. Is that his first name, Prince? Yeah. Yeah. I did not know that. Pretty badass name, right? Nah, he's healthy, yes? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. He's going to be snatching all the footballs he can see. Stop! Amukamera, stop! Amukamera, save some of them for me. (laughs) So yeah, they got Philly. Yeah, in the first round on Sunday. I was, uh, during the game, I was really thinking that they might be better off playing the Vikings. With the way the Vikings were playing, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they just looked abysmal. They, they were playing for a playoff spot, and they just looked like shit. Yeah, they really did. Like, they didn't even care. Uh, messed up things happen when you got to play a division opponent three times in a season, though. Yeah, I was worried about that, too. So... I don't know. I'm cool. I'm fine. I, I didn't want him to, like, lie down. So whatever happens, happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't like that either, so. Everybody started the whole game. So it's the defense. He pulled the defense in yeah. the fourth quarter. Yeah, he did. Yeah, Trubisky stayed in the whole game. Our second string defense whooped the shit out of the Yes. Howard got some, a little bit of rest at the end. They played Cunningham. Yeah. That's true. I remember that. Is it Cunningham? Uh, I don't know. Sounds right. Bear down. Bear down. My favorite part, I think one of my favorite parts is when Eddie Goldman just 
straight up destroyed. Yeah. Kirk Cousins like threw him down. It was a sack, but he threw he, like, him down. Grabbed him and like did a freaking uh, German suplex. Yeah, he did so, a suplex. It was a, it was a German suplex. Just threw him like a small child. <laughs> he did. That don't totally man. Like we were rush. Uh, one part that was was pretty entertaining was the fact that Mitch Trubisky couldn't count. Uh, he got called for so many delaying games. Was delaying. it entertaining or completely frustrating? Yeah. <laughs> well, it kept you on your toes because you never knew if he was going to forget what comes after five, what comes <laughs> after four. Oh, no, what's that three mean? Yeah. I don't know. Troy Aikman was really digging into him, too, during that. Like, oh, yeah. Troy Aikman's not Einstein. No, but he wasn't having it. And I wasn't either. No. I don't understand. Wolf is getting pretty upset. I'm yeah. ready to throw that couch to the TV. Yep. <laughs> so we all watched that one together here at Wolf's Place, which we're currently at now. We're at 6.44 p.m. on a Wednesday. And it's Jeff's last night in town. Taking off tomorrow. When you leaving? I leave here at three. Three? Yeah, probably won't get back until into my apartment at uh, ten Mountain Time or ten ten Central Time, nine Mountain Time. Okay. So we decided we'd record a day early, get one more live podcast in before he takes off. Exactly. Um, so yeah, you'll be getting this. I'll probably post it tonight or tomorrow morning. So. By Thursday, you should be able to, if you got a really fucking annoying boss and you just don't want to listen to him, you can pop in your earbuds and listen to us instead. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Forget about that, Rick. Um, so, if you like what you hear, go ahead and jump on that Apple iTunes, Apple Podcast app. Subscribe, rate, five stars, leave a comment, follow us on the Instagram. So we can keep this thing going. We're looking to get our fifth uh, listener here. Yeah. So if, if anybody out there can just come on aboard. Come on, people. Don't be bashful. We got Vince McMahon and Seth Rollins for sure. Yep. Listen. Uh, we've confirmed that. We got our longtime listener, Lucha Bear, And then we got our hot dog fan. Yeah. Which disappeared this week. I didn't see Hot Dog Fan this it's, week. It's a holiday. Hot Dog needs to take a break. Yeah. But we've been talking about Kurt Angle as a hot dog for a long time. And this guy's been listening. And he's on board. He's He was at the front row of last week's Raw and SmackDown holding it down for us. Yeah. And if you're listening out there, Hot Dog Fan, we appreciate you. Yeah, thank you. Be you. Yeah, just be you. Keep holding up your hot dog signs. And we'll keep showing love. <laughs> oh, um, Happy New Year. I forgot about that. Yeah, big 2019. Yeah. Seems kind of a bypass type of year. Everyone's waiting for 2020, but 2019 is here. It's the fresh start 19. Yeah, fresh start. According to the WWE. <laughs> um, we'll see. We'll see about that. Hope everyone enjoyed their New Year's Eve festivities. We went over to our buddy Briggs' house and... We ended up TP in a house. Yep. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. You might be thinking, what are near 30-year-old men doing TPing houses? I assure you <laughs> that it wasn't as pathetic as it sounds. Yeah. Not quite. It was revenge. So, Briggs' son had a neighbor come by, a neighbor friend come by and TP the house. 
Now, we weren't completely sure on whose house it was, but, you know, we didn't really care. He wanted, he, he, he had the taste of revenge. Oh, yeah. And he needed it. So, I, so we said, you know what we'll do? We'll get in the back of Wolf's truck. We'll all load up, about eight of us <laughs> and the boy. We'll go over there and we'll show you how it's done. Yeah. So we stocked up all our TP we had. Our other buddy Glenn had some in his car. For yeah. some reason. Emergency well, TP. Yeah, well. He's a... Uh, it's a smart, it's a smart move. On yeah. yeah. And he's that kind of guy. He likes to be prepared. Yeah. So we went over there and we TP'd the shit out of him. They saw us, came running out. We got in the bed. We jumped in the in the uh, bed of the truck, and Wolf zoomed off like we just committed. Uh, yeah, like, work on that truck. Yeah. <laughs> like we just did a fucking bank job. I almost flew out of the back, and we were two peeing a neighbor's house. <laughs> Should be noted that uh, the boy was not in the truck. No, no. His dad ran down the street. Yeah. Yeah, let me let me pull Stephen A and be very clear what I'm about to say. <laughs> you got him. <laughs> <laughs> the six-year-old boy, or however old he is, seven. I don't know, seven or eight, was not in the truck during this high-speed takeoff. I waited until I knew the child was not in the back of the. Truck. So we were completely safe here. And then we get a text message. The wife gets a text message that. Somebody TP'd their house and they called the cops. Got the plates and called the cops. I don't know. Oh boy. So we didn't care. No. We 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 we're called this. We called this bluff. We think, oh no, this guy's fucking around. He knows it was us. He's trying to scare us. So we just called this bluff and didn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. But who knows if that call was actually made or not? But you, you proved to me I was in that truck. Yeah. <laughs> and I was TP'd in that house. I'm a grown man. Yeah. And the funny thing is, his truck was, after the crime had been committed, his truck was parked in front of the house that had already been TP'd. Yeah. yeah. So that was going to be our alibi. Yep. We already got TP'd, sir. Yeah, why would we go TP? Yeah, that doesn't make sense. We're enjoying the New Year's party. <laughs> so, Happy New Year's. Happy 2019. I want to talk about our favorite wrestling stories of 2018, or the biggest stories. So for me, it's got to be the explosion of the women's division, how Becky Lynch just took over. It's basically got to be, it's it's the story of the women's division and Becky Lynch for me. 2018 really was their year. Oh, it was. And I know they shoved it down our throats and everything, but the fact of the matter is it was the best thing going. Um... So that, to me, was the best thing of 2018. Probably the biggest story was the Roman Reigns leukemia story. Yeah. Which obviously is not good, but definitely a big part of the year. Are we talking biggest or personal favorites here? What about personal favorite? I would say the transition from KO Jericho to KO Zane was nearly flawless. Yeah. In its heyday. Let's yeah. not forget about KO and Zane. Oh, yeah. It was a long 2018. I about forgot about that. Mm-hmm. And KO Jericho was too late. Like, that was ending in 2018, too, wasn't it? Or no? You mean Like you're saying at the beginning of 2018 that was going on? Yeah, that, that was just wrapping up. I don't know. I'm ter- you know I'm terrible with dates. Yeah, that's true. But... Yeah, that was, that was, I mean, the Jericho KO thing was amazing, but so was Sammy and KO. 
I was really hoping, like, during that era when they said that uh, Sammy was fired. <laughs> or which one did they fire? Both of them? They fired both of them. Yeah. Yeah. I was really hoping they'd, like, show him, like, on the corner, like, holding signs <laughs> and stuff. Like, their, their life after wrestling. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, they never did that, but I thought that would be hilarious. If I remember, like, KO just came back. Yeah. After he got fired, you mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, was he on, he was switched over to Raw by that point, because he was pissed, him and Zayn were pissing Shane off, and Daniel Bryan off on SmackDown. Yeah. And they got switched in the shakeup, I believe, to Raw, and then somehow, uh, damn it, who was in charge at the time? I think it was a hot dog. Yeah. I think KO was pissing off the hot dog <laughs> too much. Yeah. Yeah, it was a hot dog. Hot dog was commissioner. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Or GM. Yeah. Commissioner dog. <laughs> commissioner dog. So yeah, I think that I think uh, AJ and Samoa Joe was pretty was was really good. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though most wrestling fans are sick of that because they've seen it so much, I wasn't ever into TNA. So yeah. still so, so pretty sweet to me. And, uh, you can't, I mean, as far as biggest stories, you gotta, you, get, you can't forget the Moot Castle. Yeah. He dominated 2018. Yeah. Start to finish. He was just destroying the goddamn place. Yeah. Braun Strowman. Yeah, for sure. He was, he was huge in, two, in 2018. Here's your car. Yeah. Here's your car. That was probably one of my favorite moments seeing Kevin Owens shit his pants. Yeah. Runner, yeah, that was good. And then the guy running in with the fire extinguisher at the end of that clip. You yeah. That? Oh yeah. Was the um, when he came? Was the whole dump truck thing, or that was probably seventeen? The dump truck? Yeah. I thought that was the same time period, though. I don't know. I know Kane and all them threw him into the dump truck, and then a couple weeks later he emerged from it. Yeah, they killed him, and then he came back from it. Yeah. yeah, the Miz and the B team were like running out of the arena. <laughs> Because Miz like kept finding bags of garbage around the around the arena, and he thought it was a sign. So they're like getting the hell out of Dodge, and of course Braun Strowman emerges from the back of a dump truck with trash on his head, ready to fucking squeeze your balls off. <laughs> oh yeah, I think my absolute honestly, I don't. Watch it, you know, I'll miss pieces of Raw and SmackDown here and there. I think my favorite moment was probably Becky Lynch's just broken nose beating the shit out of Ronda Rousey. Oh, yeah. No, that, yeah. That could be the number one moment of the year for sure. The blood all over the face. They're yeah. standing at the top of the steps in the arena. Yeah. But, yeah. The man. I could, yeah, I could agree to that. That might be the best moment of the year. After I shit all over this, uh, Survivor Series infiltrations. Yeah. Like one of the best ones that actually works. Yeah. Like, for something larger than the Survivor Series plot. Yeah. Yep. That was, that was definitely a sweet moment. Evolution was probably my favorite. Well, I don't know. SummerSlam this year was pretty dope. Yeah, SummerSlam was dope. It's gotta be SummerSlam or Evolution for me. As far as the best pay-per-views. I mean, yeah, I would think so. WrestleMania was weird. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was good. We had, like, a John, John Cena versus Undertaker squash match. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, well, okay, so Ronda Rousey WrestleMania, that was pretty sweet. That's the, like, her, yeah. my memory, <clears throat> my memory from that WrestleMania is when she's got Triple H on her shoulders. Like, that's probably the biggest moment from that show. Power so, lifted Triple H. Yeah. So yeah, that, it's with the hot dog, right? Yeah, her and the hot dog yeah. versus Triple H and, uh, Steph. Steph. That was a good match. So WrestleMania was good too, but yeah, I think SummerSlam Revolution for me. I can I get down with that. Yeah. Um, I would say SummerSlam. Yeah, SummerSlam was good. They had good they had good pay per views in between too. There's there were some good ones this year or last year. Yeah, the fall got muddied down with uh, all the uh, international flair. Yeah. yeah. Crown Jewel. Oh, Crown Jewel. That has to be the low point of 2018. That was just like a what the hell is this moment. Yeah. Yeah, that might be the lowest point of 18. Could be. Crown Jewel. I mean, when Hulk Hogan just comes out and does a plug for what? Yeah. He just ran through all the classics. He he spit out all the cliches and... Yeah, brother. Everybody was like, cool. Yeah, I gave Saudi Arabia a taste of Hulkamania, like. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're living in 1985. <laughs> Basically. So that was, that was 2018 wrestling. Uh, Finn Balor, he never got his, uh, <laughs> still never got his, uh, rematch for that Universal Championship, did he, Jeff? Hold on to that for another year. Yeah. Perhaps he'll bring it up on, uh, the road to WrestleMania here. Yeah. I would not be. You know, I never surprised. got my rematch. Never got it. Um, so we're going to go through Raw and SmackDown. Uh, the first, well, Raw was on New Year's Eve, correct? Yeah. So the first SmackDown of 2018. First SmackDown 2019. Oh. 2019. Fresh start. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, well, it's a fresh start, but that was an amateur move. <laughs> it takes a good two weeks for me. Yeah, yeah. So, Raw this week starts out with, uh, how, how did this one start out, Jeff? Oh, the cage match. Yeah. Steel cage match. So we had, uh, Dolph versus Drew in the steel cage. This one, pretty good. They had a big superplex. You know, I'm a superplex guy. Is that a top rope superplex? Yeah, I remember Drew, was, or Dolph was on, like, the top of the cage, and Drew, like, superplexed him all the way down. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah, that was a big boy. That was a big boy. Um... So this one ends with uh, a Claymore kick. Actually, two Claymore two kicks. Two Claymore kicks. The first one was better than the second. Yeah, the first one was ridiculous. <laughs> Fucking blasted him. And then uh, hits him with another and gets the pin, which is good. I didn't even like how Drew like acted like he was going to escape over the top once. You know what I mean? I never, it never looks good for the big guy to like run away to win. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, the cage match is weird like that. Uh, I've never liked the door aspect. I swear to God, they used to have them without doors. I, mean, I know they did when they had like the completely.
We'll get back to your music shortly, but first, did you know that prescription prices are different at different pharmacies? You could literally drive across the street and get a different price. That's crazy. But with GoodRx, you can instantly compare prices at every pharmacy in your neighborhood and save up to 80%. You're probably thinking there's a catch, right? Nope. It's 100% free and can save you money whether you have insurance or not. In fact, it can often beat your copay. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance. Different steel cage where it's more like a stepladder. It's more like a castle, you know? Like straight square instead of the... uh, fencing you see nowadays yeah but i swear like they used to have no doors and they didn't have the ref here you go you can easily exit this way yeah you know hold the door for them like a goddamn restaurant worker yeah they just close the cage on them yeah 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 they they, they lower the cage after the people were in the ring back in the day i i, I thought somebody better enter one man leaves yeah, could you, should be. could you still escape over the top? Or was oh, it just, of course, yeah. 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 It's just That's the only way to escape. Okay. So yeah, that match was decent. Um, afterwards, uh, Drew attacks Dolph with the chair and then announces he's going to win the Royal Rumble, does a little promo on the outside, and then comes back and delivers another Claymore kick. Yeah, for good measure. Just let it sink in. Yeah. This is just unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> All that. The classics. And then the limousine rolls up. And we get to see the Triple H and Shane are at the show. The first sneakers that pop out are a couple of fucking Nikes. Yeah, and you know, you know who it is. Uh, I think the next big one was the Seth Rollins Triple H promo. Yeah, yeah. So it was, a, it was a pretty good promo. Um, Seth basically claims he wants his rematch uh, for the IC title versus Ambrose, and Triple H says no more handouts. It's a new year. Uh, I want a rematch, Triple H. <laughs> he says uh, that Seth's the show of the man he once was. He says he wants the old Seth back. And for some reason, he picks Bobby Lashley to prove that the old Seth is just randomly like, I'm not going to give you that icy title rematch. You're going to have to face Bobby Lashley. Yeah. <laughs> um, They're really pumping up Bobby Lashley, aren't they? Yeah. Well, he's a, he's a grizzled vet. Yeah. And, he, and he's a strong boy. And he's an army boy. Yeah. yeah. They've been heating him up for a while. Like, he, he, they always... In ring wise, they always like Jr. would compliment his wrestling style all the time back in the day. Yeah, on his first go round. Yeah, wasn't well, he like? He's like an amateur wrestler guy, right? Uh, I have a, yeah, I want to say yes. He I is. know he's done the MMA, but I'm saying like before that. Yeah, you mean it like how he how he spent his early years? Yeah, it was either that or uh, bodybuilding, like weightlifting shit. Or maybe no, I'd say I say it's amateur wrestling. Yeah, Sean Benjamin amateur wrestling. I don't want to confuse the two. Yeah, I know he. Uh, yeah, I think it's probably because I know we did the MMA, so usually the wrestlers will do that. Yeah. So Seth says he'll take. Hey, that's fine. I'll take down anybody. I'll take down anybody who gets in my way, even if it's the McMahon family. So Triple H and him are nose to nose. 
classic Triple H promo. Yeah. Get right in there. And uh, Shane comes out to cool everybody down. Yeah. Cool off. Cool off of these Nikes. He basically says, get out of the ring because we're going to have a battle royal to determine who gets to face Dean for the Intercontinental title. And that's happening tonight. So he sets up a... Uh, did I call it a Royal Rumble? Uh, probably did. Probably did. Yeah. That's a fresh yeah. start 2019. Hey, it's a fresh start. So it was really a battle royal. Yeah, it's a battle royal. So he sets up the battle royal to determine who's going to face Dean later on tonight for the IC title. There's a good number of people in this battle royal. It was a good. It's a good battle royal. Sometimes these can be pretty lame. Uh, I think it was pretty easy to tell from the start who we were really looking at here. Yeah. Yeah, a lot, a lot of scrubs. Some no namers, but uh, Ascension got in it. Yep. Yep. Ascension was in it. We're big Ascension guys, so that was cool to see. Yeah. I think from the beginning we were thinking Baron Corbin. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. My pick from the get go was Baron for sure. Wolf, man. Yeah. We don't really because Baron's kind of out on an island right now. We don't really know what Baron's doing. Oh, that. So uh, speaking of Ascension, uh, Connor was eliminated by Apollo Cruz, which is another one we had our eye on. And uh, he he just gets kicked out of the ring like over the top rope, but he just sells the shit out of this thing. <laughs> he does a little extra jump to get over that top rope. He takes the hit and then jumps like five feet in the air. Yeah. But props to him for having those ups. Yeah. It's pretty goddamn impressive. Ring awareness. Yeah. <laughs> That's a veteran move. Ring awareness. How many times are they gonna tell us that? I don't know, dude. It's Anytime a, anyone reaches for a rope, it's always due to ring, ring awareness. And it's always a veteran move. Yeah, it's a, yeah. Is there any other kind of move? No. So, we were looking at, at Finn, Apollo, Corbin, but we were thinking Corbin. Um, Kurt Hawkins got a nice, uh, got some nice love in this match. Yeah. Put lasted little, pretty long. Yeah. Kurt Hawkins lasted long. Put, they put a spotlight on him. Who does he end up going toe to toe with? Hawkins. Yeah. Oh shit. Uh, Maybe Cruz or Corbin. Yeah, Cruz or Corbin for sure. <laughs> but anyway, it gets down to the last four: Zack Ryder, Kurt Hawkins of the major pod, the major wrestling figure podcast, or whatever they call theirs, and Baron Corbin, Apollo Cruz. Um. So, fresh start Apollo. Apollo wins it. Yep. Uh, he had eight eliminations. So it's going to be... <clears throat> you were counting? No, they just kept uh, telling me. Okay. <laughs> Vince made sure I knew. Yeah. And I was plugging it in your when, ear. Yeah. He watched the podcast. Yes. When God talks, you listen. Yeah. <laughs> so Vince kept telling me. Um, so he gets a title shot later tonight. So that would turn out to be your main event. Did, did I miss something from last weekend? Why is Shane O'Mac like doing stuff on Raw now? Because the authority is, is taking over. Really, 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 it's really authority now. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, they. they, they I guess they, I misunderstood. They were stricken all labels. Like Page is out, Hot Dog is out, Corbin's out, Corbin's out. Okay. And Vince, Steph, 
Triple H and Shane. Speaking of which, where's Linda? Yeah. And Steph hasn't really came back yet. No. That's what I was wondering. Why did Steph do that? Uh, she made. She was there for the announcement, but since then, no. Why did Steph, like for this Raw? Why did she? Why was she out there? Oh yeah, she I don't know. She had to be on vacation. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why you're seeing Shane on both shows because the authorities running the show. When Shane popped out of that limo earlier on Raw, he was circling around Triple H like, like a like a little annoying flea, like like a, a small <laughs> dog with too much energy. He's like, "Where are we going? Where are we going, boss?" Yeah, he's doing his little Triple thing. H like, "All right, enough." Yeah. Like, come on, it's like a cartoon. <clears throat> uh, what else? Um. I'm trying to think of other... I mean, he had Bobby Lashley versus Seth uh, Rollins, the match that Triple H kind of made. Um, the match really featured Leo a lot. Leo cut a big promo at the beginning. But it was a good promo. Yeah. He gave us something new. Yeah. It was fresh a, start. It was a fresh start, Leo. Good job, Leo. Fresh start, 2019. So, he... Yeah, he gave us something new. It was pretty... It was good. And then he didn't have a mic during the match, which was nice, but he was hyping up at on the outside. And then he ends up, like, kind of trying to interfere as well. Like, he's, like, doing this, like, thing where he's, like, acting like a cat. Like, you know, <laughs> you know he's real evasive. Yeah. But they literally had him, like, jump over somebody and stand on the barrier and then do, like, a like a flip combat roll off of that. Yeah. So, it was, it really featured uh, Leo Rush a lot. It was an okay match. We got our video packages again that we see every week. Every week. Oh, it used to be. Weights and steaks. Yep. There's steaks I, and weights. I'm, I'm, excited. Excited. I'm excited for that. Steaks and weights, Lacey Evans, Nikki Cross, who already debuted and then slinked away. EC3, EC3, changing the game. EC3, changing the game. <laughs> God, this music's terrible. Yeah. So, uh, is that his entrance music, do you know? Uh, no, I just assumed it. Because I want to say it is, I don't, I, I've seen him a couple times at uh, the NXT pay-per-views. Yeah. And I want to say he's got some corny rap like that with the, uh, with a megaphone style. Yeah. Effect, you know? Yeah. Um, I believe it. He looks like the kind of guy that has that kind of music. Yep. Uh, then there was a backstage promo with uh, Dean Ambrose. Nothing much there. Nope. Then you had the Dean versus Apollo match. That was a good match. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Apollo, he did a standing shooting star in this. I remember I like that. Oh, I mean, yeah. that, that's pretty typical of his moveset. I remember seeing that when he first came into the league. Or yeah. into the, into yeah. the E. No, yeah, it was a good match. He did a nice, like, sit-down powerbomb move that I think he does a lot. Um, the ending was uh, Cruz uh, missing the big frog splash. And then uh, Dean Ambrose catches him with the dirty deeds. Yeah. For the one, two, three. So the, the match was really good, but the ending seemed really rushed. Yeah, totally. But um, I, I'm glad they're giving... Cruise a fresh start. Or they seem to be in the first week. We'll see where that goes. Yeah. No, it's cool for sure. 
Apollo's like he was good at that house show, that last house show. Me and Samantha went to. Was that the one in Bloomington or the one here in Peoria? Bloomington, Peoria's coming up. Well, he was at the house show in Peoria too, wasn't he? Oh yeah, yeah. he's the house show guy. He'll probably be here in, in March. He was really good. Oh yeah, when I saw him, so yeah, consistent. Oh yeah, he's great live. So I'm down with that. Um, Alexa Bliss makes an announcement for a new talk show on Raw. A moment of bliss, of course. Yep. Um, so, Rhonda's the first guess. That'll be on next I, week's Raw. I have a feeling a moment of bliss is going to be a moment of heat for the first couple of weeks. Well, like they're going to do it? I mean, maybe not next week with Rhonda, but if Rhonda... <laughs> Rhonda... <laughs> Rhonda... We're not actually with Rob, but uh, like if it, if it's a recurring thing every single week, and it gets like they they all go through that beginning phase where people are booing it because they're not down with it yet. Yeah, you know the Kevin Owens show. Yeah, started that. <laughs> even even Jericho. Yeah, with the Jeritron Five Thousand. What like? Because I think he started that when he was a heel after the undisputed title was. Yeah, going on, you know. Now I'm thinking about it, it seems like to be a heel move to have a talk show. Kind of, you have to be a controversial figure, I think. Yeah, but Miz, is, well, Miz had one last week, not this episode, right? No, he didn't do one this episode. No, they just they just recapped it from last week, yeah. this episode. Um, but yeah, because Miz is like turning face. Yeah, right? totally. Yeah, but he's still doing it. I don't know, but I think now that I'm thinking about it, there were a lot of heels that do have do the uh, talk show. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we'll see. People, uh, the the nerds love Alexa. Yeah, and I don't know if they they're just done with her wrestling or she's like injured or something. Yeah. Still injured? I don't know, man. I don't really know what's going on with her. I, I think they just realized she's just a good talking piece. Yeah, I think she plays a good heel, but I don't know. I'm still not sold on her wrestling ability. No, wrestling start. No. It's still better than, like, I don't know, like Mandy Rose. Yeah, and Vega this week on SmackDown. Yeah. I'd say she's better than her. Yeah. Yeah. She's not terrible. Um, so we got that announcement with Bliss, uh, Moment of Bliss talk show coming to Raw next week with Ronda as her first guest. Fresh start. First start. First start. And then we had a women's tag uh, team match for your main event. Tamina and Nia versus Natty Ice and Ronda. I guess we skimmed over it. Earlier in the show, uh, Natty Ice had a backstage interview and Nia attacked her. Um, so this match, I don't know. The, the whole thing with Ronda right now is a little bit confusing. Like we don't know who she's really feuding against. Yeah, you got you got to pick a feud. Everybody, Jeff. For a face, you really does seem to have a lot of feuds. <laughs> so it, it was an okay match, and maybe I missed it, but I was really upset that there was no mention of the women's tag division. Not a fucking peep. I don't think, unless I missed it. I was listening for it. Yeah. Like, why the fuck would you, like, Vince terribly announces it, like, fumbles through it, like, it's a, like, when he's in a goddamn Santa Claus suit. Yeah. And then, doesn't even mention it on the next draw where your main event's a women's tag team? Is that possible? It may have been just a drunken rant when he was in a Santa Claus suit. Yeah. He looked drunk as hell. Yeah, I I, I think we might 
<laughs> Let's try a Wimps tag team. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like Booker T. We got a new tag team. Jack. We got a new tag team. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. That was just infuriating because I'm excited about this women's tag division. I don't know why I'm the only one. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> they're gonna have to. Don't you think they're gonna have to bring new ladies in? Oh yeah. Like you need more. Yeah. That's that's what I'm clamoring for. I want I want a larger roster. Yeah, there's no way. You, you have, and, and does the belt travel from show to show? Seriously, yeah, they, they made no uh, specifics on this yet. No. This was just spitballing. I guess he just said it was in 19, like he didn't say when, so maybe they're just not. But why would you say it and not talk about it? I don't know. Even if you're not going to start it, you could talk about it. I bet that that'll probably be Steph's big comeback. Cause you know she likes to like come back and like take claim, represent the women. Yeah, really represent the women's division. Yeah, like it's all her. <laughs> yeah, when she almost <coughs> her title run as women's champion back in 2000 could have almost killed the women's division. Great job, Steph. Yeah, <laughs> I, I remember. Great job, remembers. Uh, so, Tamina ends up missing a, a super fly splash, and uh, Ronda gets the knees up, and then reverses that into an arm bar. So, Ronda and Natty Ice win via submission. Uh, Tamina takes the jobs out for the one, two, three. Yep, uh, I could have predicted that oh, yeah. before the match began. All right, when we do pay-per-view predictions, I always go ahead and mark it down. <laughs> Winner by armbar. Yeah. Ronda Rousey. Yeah. So that was wrong, unless I missed something. They had a bunch of... Didn't they have a bunch of announcements at the end? At the end of it? Yeah. Oh, like uh, for next week's Raw? Yeah, like they announced like Cena was going to be there. Yeah. I don't remember what else, but... Oh, uh, Braun and Brock. Yeah, Rod and Brock will both be back. Cena will be there. We called it a uh, a meeting, a meeting. Yeah, a meeting <laughs> or a meet up. Yeah, because there's going to be a couple of meat dogs. Yeah, yeah. meeting up. Yeah, meeting up, having a meeting. <laughs> um, there was more though. They announced matches that I can't remember. But in any event. That's raw. I thought it was a pretty good raw for for coming off of the holiday season. Yeah, like it had a couple. Of, I mean, it had a couple of big spots though. Yeah, New Year's Eve was really easy to blow off, and they they didn't blow it off. No, the Seth uh, Triple H promo was good. Um, the Battle Royal was surprisingly really good. The Steel Cage is a steel cage. Yeah, it was a decent match, <laughs> but it was steel. I mean. It's a steel cage, yeah. yeah. Use it to do a couple of rakes, a couple of slams. Just don't overuse it. Yeah. A couple of high rakes, a couple of slams. Yeah. The IC title match with Dean and Apollo was good. Yeah. So, yeah, overall, I thought it was a pretty good Raw. Uh, that one was in Detroit. And they kept showing Detroit graphics for some reason. Like, they made it a big part of the show. Did you notice that? No. They, they showed, like, a Detroit graphic twice. 
We'll get back to your music shortly, but first, did you know that prescription prices are different at different pharmacies? You could literally drive across the street and get a different price. That's crazy. But with GoodRx, you can instantly compare prices at every pharmacy in your neighborhood and save up to 80%. You're probably thinking there's a catch, right? Nope. It's 100% free and can save you money whether you have insurance or not. In fact, it can often beat your copay. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance. We same like graphic. Like the whole screen. It said like Detroit and it showed the Detroit skyline. Really? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. Huh. We actually got uh, this episode of Raw rolling right now in front of us. Yeah. But, so yeah, I thought, it was, I thought it was a pretty good Raw. So, you want to go ahead and move on to SmackDown quick? Yeah, let's do it. Why don't you go ahead and take us through your favorite parts of SmackDown, how this thing <laughs> SmackDown, yeah, hit the cough button there. SmackDown started off with a new Hold on. You might want to move back a bit. Yeah, sorry. Coming in hot. <laughs> Came in real hot. <laughs> sorry, boys. Yeah. Sorry, Vince. Smackdown. You heard the old man's ears. Yep, yep. SmackDown started off this week with the New Day. New Day coming out. Biggie was dressed as a baby, a Happy New Year's baby. Well, what's the deal with the baby outfit? Yeah, he had a diaper on. He had a he had a, a big bottle. He's the New Year, Jeff. He, oh, is that what he is? Okay, I didn't understand it. But they they're all dressed up festive. Uh, I want to say Kofi had on a tux and uh, Xavier had on some sort of shiny white jacket. Yeah, something like that. They, yeah, they're dressed up festive, but um. They came out and declared that, uh, they declared a couple of things. First off, they I, they might be cutting off the pancakes. Yeah, they mentioned something about getting away from pancakes. Oh, I don't yeah. know if they're just trying to piss us off or what. Biggie's not cutting off pancakes. Yeah, Biggie kept sleeping pancakes out of his diaper and throwing them to the crowd. <laughs> so we'll see if they're actually cutting off the pancakes. It seems like they're pretty addicted at this point. I love it. You just eat it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they was chopping pancakes throughout their promo. I don't think I'll ever get over how good the New Day is. They're great. Like, don't break up. No. Just be the New Day forever. <laughs> they might as well, dude. But you know that's not going to happen. Tag teams always eventually. Well, yeah. not all of them, but, I mean, they could, they could be like a... Like a Rose Warriors LOD type of cats that really never do break it off. Yeah, Dudley's are... Yeah, I hope so. I got no Dudley's did that would break up. Remember uh, Reverend Devon? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had a break up for a while. So anyway, uh, back to SmackDown. New Day announced it's something fucking crazy that I couldn't really <laughs> understand. So, apparently... There's going to be a fatal five-way match later on on SmackDown, and the winner of the fatal five-way will be the number one contender for the WWE Championship, and will face Daniel Bryan at the Royal Rumble, January twenty-seventh. January twenty-seventh, three and a half weeks away, friends. We got time. We got a lot of time. So. Then he, what, what I was confused was I thought they were announcing I thought they were having a fatal five way right then, but turns out uh, for some reason New Day was the one making this announcement that well, Jeff, huh? I just don't know if they did. I don't remember. You could be right, but I think they announced this last week. 
The Fatal Five Way? Yeah, and they're like, one of the guys, it was Samoa, AJ, um, who am I missing? Mustafa? Mustafa Ali, Randy Orton, and the fifth guy was like, ghosted out. Okay, yeah, I mean, it probably did. It's been a long week, and I didn't take notes last week, so. But they did, They, I think you're right, they did maybe announce who was in that last, in the match to determine the fifth man? I don't know. Yeah, maybe, but, um, so the match that they are bringing out is Hardy versus Samoa Joe. Winner gets that fifth spot. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It was a good match. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, it was a pretty deep. It was kind of, it kind of bored me for some reason. It's because I feel like we've seen this match, you know, 1,000 times. Well, recently they've been running a lot of Samoa versus yeah. Hardy, a lot of smack talk at least. Mm-hmm. I think, like you said, Jeff, Hardy's kind of in a weird spot right now. Yeah. We don't really know where he's headed. He's just, they're kind of toying around with the Samoa Joe thing. I mean, they're working Jeff Hardy. He's, he's doing matches like every week, but yeah, they don't know. He's, he's in that Finn Balor spot. It's a, it's a bad spot to be in. Yeah, it's purgatory. Yeah. It's like the Miami Heat in the NBA. Yep. It, yeah. Definitely. The Tennessee Titans in the NFL. So, how'd that one end? So that one ended up Coquita Clutch. Coquita or Coquina? We don't know. We don't know. We didn't look it up. No. Because we're idiots. Yeah. I want to say Coquita with a T. I'm thinking, is there an H? Coquita? <laughs> I'm looking up. Wolf's looking it up. Yeah, Wolf's our, our stat guy tonight, and yeah. he's going to look that up for us. So, uh, anyways, Joe gets him with uh, Kokita. I'm calling it Kokita for right now until we get an answer. Kokita clutch in the middle of the ring. Jeffrey doesn't tap out, but he passes out. Ooh. And I thought at this point if King was in the ring... He make or King was on commentary. He'd make a snide ass remark saying, "Probably not the first time just passed out, huh?" <laughs> Probably does that all the time, right there. But yeah, he passes out, so the ref calls the match, and Joe's your winner. He gets that fifth spot in the Fatal Five Way, which will be later on. So that's AJ, Mustafa Ali, Randy Orton, um, or uh, Smojo, and who else? Uh, oh, Ray. Ray Ray. Ray Ray. Yeah, Ray Ray Mysterio. I have an answer. Okay. It is a Coquina Clutch. C-O-Q-U-I-N-A. Coquina. Yeah, Coquina Clutch. Coquina Clutch. What's Coquina mean? Yeah. I have no idea what Coquina. I'm going to look that up now. Okay. Furthermore on Coquina soon. Yeah. So, I was pronouncing that wrong for quite a long time. Yeah, that's all right. Fresh start 2019. Fresh start, Coquina Clutch. Yeah. Coquina is just like, uh... Coquina. Like, you know the roads and, like, on the beaches in Florida and stuff that they they make out of, like, broken shells and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, that's what Coquina is. I think it's just an island thing they're using for his character and all that. Okay. Interesting. Gotcha. So after that... We have a video recap of AJ and Vince's encounter where AJ strikes Vince and then 
makes an orgasm type noise over it. <laughs> yeah, <he just laughs> <laughs> I had a spit take there, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> so we did a recap of that. And then Vince and Shane are sitting in some cool chairs backstage. I don't know why. Vince looked like he had puppet feet. And then said puppet feet. Puppet legs. And Shane had Nikes. Cool Nikes and puppet feet. He was all upper body and tiny, terrible legs. Tiny little, thin, sewn up puppet legs with little, little glossy black puppet shoes. Yeah. And then what happened? AJ comes in and what? I didn't quite understand this. Oh, AJ, I, it was weird. He was like talking to himself. He's like, maybe we should apologize for last week. But I won't. Yeah. Yeah. And and they're just sitting there silent. And he's like, "Are you sure you want to see the old AJ Styles?" And Vince like kind of like says, "Yeah" or something. He's like, "Well, I won't show you that, or maybe I will. Maybe I'll show you again or something." And maybe I'll show you right now. Yeah. And Shane jumps up to defend Vince's honor. Yeah. yeah. Defend your father's honor. Yeah. Interesting. So. AJ's a little, little heated. Yep. Uh, up next is a Rusev in-ring interview. And, uh, this is a kind of a pointless gloating interview, but it's Rusev Day. He just won the U.S. Championship. It's Rusev Day. Yeah. He started a chant. Rusev Day, USA. Rusev Day, USA. Rusev Day. USA! That gets interrupted by uh, Shinsuke Nakamura coming in and attacking. Attacking Rusev from behind. And then they get into a tussle, and Lana, Lana's out there looking American as all hell this week. We'll, we'll, she didn't speak, so we can't tell if she's Russian or American. But she was out there, and she decided to jump on board and try and save... Rusev's honor as the U.S. champion. And she's like piggyback on board of uh, Shinsuke, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Rusev goes for a Machka kick. And Machka. Looked to me like uh, he hit Shinsuke, but I think he might have... They, they claimed it off as if uh, Lana was struck. Or no. They did it at the beginning when he first kicked him. I forgot who said it, but somebody said it looked like Lana got the foot. But then at the end, when they did the replay, they said that Shinsuke landed on Lana. Yeah. <laughs> Neither of which really happened. But Wait, we got to play along here, guys. Okay, play along. Play along. Lana got his kayfabe only. I'm sorry. <laughs> kayfabe lifestyle. Yeah. Lana gets a brunt of a Rusev kick accidentally. Goes down. Shinsuke lands on top of her, furthering, further hurting Lana. Yeah. So then when Rusev is looking at Lana to make sure she's okay. Shinsuke gets a knee to face. <laughs> yeah, that's basically that. Speaking of pronunciations, how do you pronounce that? Knee to face? No. The, the Kinshasa. The Kinshasa, or whatever it is. Oh, God. Is that... Wolf, can you look up uh, Shinsuke Nakamura's finishing move? We've we had this debate before, haven't we? Yeah, but they always just they pull us two gots and just rush through it. They yeah, just that, that's what I was trying to do. They, they called me out. <laughs> they run over it. I'm I, I, I'll run over that. 
Kinshasa! Yeah. <laughs> okay. After that, uh, they recapped Naomi and Mandy Rose's uh, encounter from the week before when Mandy Rose was trying to get that up in Jimmy's DMs. Yep. So they have a Naomi match, and we think it's Naomi versus Mandy Rose. Ends up it's the last minute switch of and it's Naomi versus Sonya Deville. And they're fine. they're squaring off for a while. And Mandy Rose gets a mic. What, do we have an answer? I'm sorry. Uh, so, uh, Shinsuke's finishing move is called the Kinshasa Kick. Yeah. So, how did you spell that? K-I-N-S-H-A-S-A. So Ken Shasha Shasha? Ken Shasha. Shasha. Ken Shasha. Ken Shasha! Ken Shasha! Alright, thank you, Wolf. Yeah. And a uh, little geography nerd thing here. Okay. So the Ken Shasha is the capital of the Democratic Republic of Congo, so it's not even Japanese. Oh, great job, <laughs> Wolf. It's Africa. Oh my god. Well, why do they do this? Yeah. This is why wrestling... That's what the was like, Woo, they called it that. <laughs> this, is, this is why wrestling has a bad stigma. Because they're still doing stuff like that. Well, people don't know what the capital of the Democratic Republic of Congo is. People don't even know where that is. No. There's no king There's no king Oh, man. So back to the fact that we had Mandy or... Excuse me, Mandy versus. We have Naomi versus uh, Sandy Deville. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I'd like to add that Mandy Rose wore a day one ish shirt out to the ring to, oh, yeah. to stir up some trouble. Oh, uh, she she derobed and revealed a day one shirt. That's right. She yeah. wore a Mandy Rose shirt, took it off, and we had the day one ish shirt, which is of course the Uso Brothers shirt. Yeah. So I thought that was a nice touch. I like that. And then later in the match, further further distracting Naomi, she said, uh, I hit up your boyfriend last week or something of that nature, and I was just getting ready for my match, and this is a pic I sent him. And then shows a picture of Mandy Rose and nothing but a towel on the Titan Tron. Yep. I said, I said my first thought was, is this the attitude era? Yeah, that was pretty, that was different for this. That, that was racy. Yeah, for this this day and era in wrestling, well, they would have done it a lot more. There would have been more puppies showing. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, 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 it wasn't the skimpiest of towels. It was a towel. Yeah, it was still a towel, but it wasn't like a washcloth. Just because of the implication. <laughs> yeah, the implication. Yeah. So Naomi gets a real hot head from that, and then. Uh, Sonya wraps her, gets the upper hand with a Dr. Phil, as they are called it. Yeah, me and Wolf, we saw this finisher Sonya used, and I usually play pretty close attention. I don't remember this being her finisher. No. But maybe this is a new one she's trying, but they didn't they didn't give it a name yet, which if you notice, they don't ever do. They, they always have a name? No, when it's new, they don't name it. Yeah. It's like they want to see if the crowd even likes it or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, I have noticed that. I thought it was a cool move, but I didn't... It was kind of cool, but it looked like... So what she did was, like, 
Imagine you're setting somebody up for just like a vertical suplex. She like takes her up and then gives her like a nice big spin and slams her down. But the problem is like it looks like uh, Sonya's head gets driven into the mat. It looks like a DDT almost from the opponent to mm-hmm. me. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, I thought uh, Naomi had the upper hand on this. It, it looked like a boom DDT to me. Yeah. So. That's the Dr. Phil. It sounded like they said Dr. Phil. So yeah, that was the point of my story. So me and Wolf, I was like, did they call it the Dr. Phil? And that's the Wolf third too. Huh. And I don't know what they said, but so we're going to call that the Dr. Phil. Well, you know, we got taken out by Dr. Phil. <laughs> <laughs> so did she win via Dr. Phil? Yep, Sonya got the upper hand and won via Dr. <laughs> Phil. Okay. Then, ba ba da ba Cena sucks. Yeah, I don't know your guys' thoughts on Cena, but Cena is back on yeah. SmackDown. Uh, my thoughts on Cena are, I don't hate him. I don't, I don't hate him either. No. He needs a haircut. He's not my favorite wrestler of all time, but he does damn good mic work. Yeah. Yeah. That. yeah. It's flawless. He's a pro. Yeah. And, uh, well, we'll talk about what I do like about John Cena. What's that? It'll come up. Okay. Good. So, <laughs> Cena comes out, and he's just spitting some of that classic Cena promo work. Yep. And uh, makes an open challenge of some sort. Not not a lot. It is an open challenge, I'd say, wasn't it? Yeah. He just wanted a match. Yeah, he wanted a match. He wanted a shake some rust off. Shake some rust. So then you're waiting for some music, and all of a sudden you hear the man, Becky Lynch, come on out. Lynch enters, and I think there's a commercial break in here somewhere. I don't remember. But anyway, Lynch comes in, talks a little trash. Uh, God, what did she say? She said something about, oh yeah, she, she won't be, Nikki Bella won't be the only woman to put Cena down if he's not careful. Yeah. Around. Yeah. What you say? He said something. It was something about how like she, how Nikki left him like the to dump you. I was trying to remember the exact word. I'm not sure. Wolf. I don't know. I know. I know what Eric's talking about. I cannot think of the exact line. It was great. Yeah. It was well delivered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was good. It was. It was good. Mike work going on in that ring. And Becky was getting quite the pop, as she tends to lately. Uh, then uh, Andrade, Cien Almas, and Zelina Vega come out and stand on top of the, uh, what do you call that? The ramp. The ramp. The ramp. Stand on top of the <laughs> ramp up there. And they're just talking their shit to both, to both Becky and to Cena at the same time, which, well, what are you doing there? Uh, no, it was weird. It was like they were already a team. Yeah. We could smell it coming. Yeah, we could smell this coming a mile away. They're going to talk a little trash. And then Cena's like, all right, well, here's a man and a man and a woman and a woman. You can do simple math still. Yeah. You can do wrestling math. Yeah, that equals mixed match. Mixed tag match. match. Yep. And what do you think of this mixed tag? Uh... See, I, I don't know, Vega, 
The Vega hasn't convinced me yet. I mean, by God, no. she Becky try, but Jesus. Yeah. yeah. I like, I mean, I love, I love seeing Almas, but... It wasn't Cian's best work, I don't think. No, but he's great. Yeah. So, I don't know. Vega really held, really brought it back for me. Yeah. I just... <clears throat> it just sucks when one of the really good ones goes with somebody like Selena. Yeah. Yeah, she definitely brought Becky down a peg. Yeah, but I did like the finish. Oh, uh, the finish was spicy. Yeah, it was it was a good match overall, but I think the best part was the finish. So the finish, um, Cena and uh, Cena and uh, Almas are fucking around, and Cena's giving them the old the old lineup of moves. What's that lineup of moves, Eric? That's the sixth move of Doom. The sixth move of Doom. Yep. So, good. Yeah, explain. You have, what is it first? You have a, a, a shoulder block? So, yeah, th this is how I count, this is how we count it, but if we're wrong, somebody, somebody message on the, on the, uh, Instagram and so let me know. Subscribe and message. Yeah. Follow first, but then you can message. <laughs> yeah. So, <clears throat> I counted it as two shoulder, one shoulder block, second shoulder block, this little uh, slam down thing he always does before he goes into the number four move, the five knuckle shuffle. Ooh. So I love about the five knuckle. One shuffle. shoulder block, two shoulder block, three little slam down thing, four, five knuckle shuffle, five, yeah. attitude adjustment, and the sixth move of doom. Where he crosses those <laughs> arms. And you know what time it is. The arms get crossed. He's serious. Juicing the arms up for all the fans to see. Yeah. And it's wow! Yeah. It's a spinning back fist. Back fist. Right to the grill. He went in from Jackie Chan over the summer, apparently. <laughs> so, I pop hard for the sixth move of Doom. Yeah. Always have. He gives one of those to all this, and immediately following that, Becky's still the legal man. See what I did there? Yep. She, yeah. She was talking a little trash to Cena before all this started. So she shoves Cena out of the ring like he's garbage. And she uh, gets wrapped up by uh, Vega. Of course she kicks out because she's a man. And then immediately puts Vega in an arm bar and that's that's night night. Yeah. That's your match. It was like an immediate tap too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was it was sweet, man. It, it was just interesting that John Cena did his the sixth move of Doom. He did his full move set. Yeah, on the guy that wasn't legal. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's very weird how that shook out. I don't know if that was the plan or not, but no, it's a little odd. But in any event, anytime you get to see the sixth move of Doom, it's a good day for me. Mm-hmm. So I liked it a lot. I thought it was, it was one of the high points. And then real quick, two backstage scenes before we get to that main event. Uh, one's a backstage scene with uh, the co-besties, Miz yep. and Shane. Yep. And uh, Miz has a couple of costume ideas for Shane. Pulling that therapy match. <laughs> the therapy match? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just a couple of guys with daddy issues. <laughs> But yeah, um, so they, they just do a little, little comedic backstage stuff with all the wacky costumes that Miz has. 
I believe he has uh, Shane on Goldberg's body at one point. Yeah. Yeah. Is that Goldberg? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With that, we're just uh, furthering that idea. Right, do we have a set date for them to uh, debut? No, they haven't done anything but, like, these little things. Yeah. They did Miss TV last week, and then today they did the little talking about their ring gear segment. Mm-hmm. And Shane just bailed on him. Then um, one more thing backstage was uh, you had Triple H and Asuka talking about God knows what. Can't be a too in-depth of a conversation, I wouldn't think. No. But uh, they're just talking about, who, who do you want to face at the Rumble? And Asuka says, I'll take on anyone. And no, then, no uh, one's ready for Asuka. Yeah, no one's ready for Asuka. 2019. Yeah. First start, Asuka. Yeah. Then Charlotte pops in. Into the camera view, says here's peace. Carmella pops in and says her peace. Becky just runs in from God knows where. I don't know if she was late for the promo or what, but she just ran in and says her peace. And I, I was really hoping they weren't going to do the lazy fatal four way. Yeah, they haven't done it yet, but Triple H <laughs> says he's going to take on replacement. Yeah, I agree. That would have been terrible if they went straight to the Fatal 4-Way. Yeah. I'm glad they just... But maybe they still will. Oh, <laughs> they were very well could. <laughs> I don't know why Carmella's in that bunch, though. I can't. I don't know, man. She's a former champ. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'll give her that. I mean, that's the only reason why. So then you made a event as the Fatal 5-Way. Ray Ray Mysterio versus Mustafa Ali versus Samoa Joe versus AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. Winner gets a WWE title shot at Royal Rumble January 27th. My initial prediction was Mustafa Ali. I was going wild card. I think... I can't remember. I think my, my prediction was AJ before the match. Yeah. But then you thought of approach. But then you, you, you uh, fancied a triple threat. Uh, I really fancied us uh, somehow a Joe AJ tie for a triple threat at the Rumble. Yeah. Oh, I could have been good. That could have been great. This was a good match. Yep. Uh, really good match. Joe put AJ through the table? Yep. Yeah. Yep. It was, uh, I don't know how you'd describe it. Kind of like a rock bottom, but just kind of a slam. You right through that now, stable. Yeah, that classic Samoa Joe slam. A little rock bottom-ish. Yeah, but it was like, it was a good shot. Like, the table was loud, and it was just a good table spot. It looked yeah. hard. It looked hard cool. Then right after that, Mustafa just come flying out of the ring and hits Joe. Yeah, with like... A senton over the yeah. top rope? At the same time, I forgot what Ray did, but he comes flying out of the ring and hits Randy Orton. Yeah, a couple sentons, I think. Yeah. I didn't see what Ray was doing. I was kind of surprised. Yeah. Well, the cameras were trying to keep up at that point, but then you had Ray versus Mustafa in there for a while, and uh, they got some little cruiserweight type action in there. High flying. Yeah, they had a segment. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Orton, oh, I'm, so, I'm trying to remember the finish. I remember Orton sneaking in the ring. Oh, I just wanted to do it. For, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like a snake. For uh, an RKO on Mustafa, correct? Yeah. I think so. 
Yeah, because then Mysterio came in. Yeah. And I don't know what happened. Eventually, AJ, I know, snuck in with a, with a phenomenal forearm, right? Or no, with, a, with a, a 450, a springboard 450. Was that on Samoa Joe? No, he won. You remember, Jeff? Yeah, he won with a springboard 450. On the Orton. On the okay. Orton? Yeah. Really? He kept going back and forth like Samoa Joe and Orton would keep coming back against <clears throat> the other guys. Yeah, same sure sure. as on the Orton. I don't, I don't remember. He's one of the beefy boys. All right, so you got AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan at the Royal Rumble. Not for a fresh start, but it still has potential. <laughs> yeah, it has potential. It is not a fresh start. I'm not, I'm not going to call that a fresh start Rumble yet. Well, it's divorced, it's divorced Daniel Bryan. We never do yeah. that now. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Fickle pickle. It is the Fickle Pickle. Pickle basically got the week off, even though they showed him once during the match watching backstage. Yeah, but they could have recorded that. Yeah. He's probably off. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> or no, they couldn't have, because they, or no, they could probably do that somehow. You know, that was, that, that was SmackDown, you know. Yeah, that was SmackDown. So, who would you like better, Raw or SmackDown? No, Raw. Yeah. I think Raw for sure, but the main event of that SmackDown... Was good. Mm hmm. And the mixed match wasn't bad either. Mixed match was interesting. Yeah. See, I'd probably, I'd probably give it to Raw this week. Yeah, you had the surprise IC title shit and everything. And you had, you had Cruz and Dean, which on paper doesn't sound like that great, but it was a good matchup. Yeah. So. And, and these SmackDown, like the. The Cena return was sweet, like, we got to see the sixth move of Doom. Yeah. <laughs> and we got to see his uh, baby hair. Yeah. He really needs a haircut. It's, just, it's not just the cut, it's just, it looks like baby hair. It's fine, <laughs> real fine <laughs> hair. He's got a bald spot in back yeah. growing up. Yeah, he needs a fresh cut. He needs a fresh start 2019. It's turned into the darker-haired Hulkster. Almost. I, I think we... Uh, Do it a couple years. I think we also mentioned that the older John Cena gets, the weirder the jorts look. Yeah, they're starting to look real strange. Can't on take them off. You gotta <laughs> take them off every now and then. <laughs> you can't wear them every day and expect them to hold up. Love them, James. <laughs> um, so, yeah. There you have it. This Week in Wrestling. Boy. Raw, Raw, how many stars? Uh, Raw for me is a... I'm going to give it three steel chairs and a pair of brass knucks. Nice. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'd say around the same. Three and a half? Yeah. Yep, and then SmackDown for me is a three. So pretty good week overall. Yeah. Yeah, for the holidays. Yeah. New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. I mean, that could easily be a mail event. Yep. And although they weren't full cast, they, they got the job done. Yep. So, I think it was a pretty good... It was, it was an entertaining week overall. The week that was in WWE. So, get on the Instagram, follow at BoomDDT. Send us a message if you're listening. And tell us about all the times we've been wrong. 
I'm just dying for one of these internet people to start going crazy. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm well, waiting for some haters. We want the haters to start pouring in. I thought you had a hater earlier this week. No, I thought we, we almost had a hater, but it was a false alarm. Yeah. So, just really waiting for people to start hating us. Because, you know, you're doing something right when people start hating. <laughs> so, we're, that's that's my next goal. So, if anybody wants to call us idiots and tell us we're lame fucks, then go ahead and send us, send us a message. Let us know what you think. Yeah, be honest. If you yeah, be you. Uh, subscribe, rate, leave us a review on Apple Podcast, uh, iTunes, SoundCloud. If you like to listen that way, um, I think before we tie this thing off, put a bow on it. We're gonna have to go to Jeff for that thirty-second Bulls update. Bulls fans! The Bulls are getting healthier. Okay. For the first time all season, Wolf is getting ice. <laughs> and for the first time all season, Larry Markinen, Chris Dunn, and Zach Levine are starting together. This is a core that you traded for when you traded Jimmy Butler. Now, hmm. We are a day uh, ahead of our normal podcast time. The Bulls are currently playing in the game that I am not watching. That's all right. Who are they playing? They're playing Orlando Magic are right you, now. Are you following the score, or is, are you going to watch it later? Uh, I'll follow the score. Let's take a quick update on yeah, the score. Yeah, let's get a quick update. Okay, the score is not looking good right now. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us where we're at in the game and what we're looking like. Right now in the Magic Bulls game, there is 3 minutes and 53 seconds left in the second quarter. Magic, 53. Bulls, 38. Ooh, okay. Yeah, a little saucy. That'll happen. Ooh, it's, it's not been good from the start either. Okay. So, not that like the best game. <laughs> But, Bulls fans, don't you worry, because of the two games we have played this week since I have talked to you last, Bulls have one loss and one win. Our tenth win of the season. Nice. Congratulations to Chicago. End of the double digits. Yes, sir. And once Bobby gets back, might be a little healthier. I don't know, Bulls fans, stay patient. Uh, they are set their record right now. They are 13th in the Eastern Conference at a 10 and 27. And that is, I would like to say, five spots from last place. It's a tight race for last place, but the Bulls Ooh. were staying ahead of the curve a little bit. Got to win at something. They're the, yeah, they're they're right there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that is your uh, Bulls update. Well, not, not much this week. Only two games they played, so. And they split it, right? Yeah. One win against the Washington Wiz without John Wall. That's a train wreck down there in Washington. And then a loss to, uh, a competitive loss, but a loss nonetheless to the top seed of Toronto. Okay. I, you, know, you know what's weird? I have seen zero LeBron James... Yeah, you're not looking hard enough, then. 
No, I mean, like, not like, I've obviously seen them on everything, but I'm saying, like, a game. That's the West. Yeah, they're like, they're, when do they start? Like, yeah, that's all yeah. the games. That's what I mean. It's not like it used to be oh, yeah. in the in the central, and back here in the prairie land. Yeah, back here in the east, <laughs> eastern half. Yeah. Like, if you're on the East Coast, when does their game start for you? Like, 11.30? When does the normal Central Time start time? It'd be an hour later. Yeah, it's going to start at 10.30, I think. On the East Coast? Yeah. For a LeBron game? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they get them late. That's, that's the start time, so it doesn't get interesting until, like, 12. One. So, let's, let's recap here. Jim Boylan... Is what? What's his record? I want to say as of right now, five and eight. Okay. No, five and seven. Five, five and seven. Okay. About to be five and eight. Well, you don't know. Game's not over. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's not terrible. He could be 500 in no time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jack Lantern got the Bulls on track. Yeah, exactly. we're going to stay positive here with your 30 second Bulls update. That's yeah. right. Just a glass half full kind of game. Yeah. Yep. I mean, so we're at 10 and 27. And your original pick, ladies and gentlemen, for those who have listened, Jeff's original pick on the. Was it the first podcast? Yeah. First podcast, original pick of the Chicago Bulls 2018 19 record. Was 35 and 47, correct? Uh, close. 38 and 45. 38 and 45. It's, it's still a possibility. <laughs> It'd be a hell of a turnaround. That'd be a hell of a turnaround. It's not looking so good for that original uh, no, record. No, a lot of injuries, but can't make excuses, Bulls fans. we got a young team here. Go Bulls. Go Bulls. Go Bears. Thank you for that 30-second Chicago Bulls update, Jeff. Hell yeah. And I want to say thanks to Wolf for coming on for the second week in a row. Yeah, thanks uh, for having me. Yeah, and we're, uh, it's a fresh start. Yeah, fresh start 2019. Fresh start. Listen, fresh start 2019, fresh start Oscar, fresh start <laughs> Apollo Cruz. Yeah. Fresh start podcast. You feel me? I feel you. <laughs> So thank you guys for checking us out, and we're going to be just doing our thing. (laughs) (laughs) Unfulfilled. Night, night. Night, night. Night, night. But now I don't understand. Now I don't don't understand. Good. I said, 